0: Morning everyone. I thought that Pastor Paul was here, so he's saving the day for me <laughs> and preaching. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh I just want to thank the Lord for the privilege of uh, preaching his word and also uh the privilege of being a part of this church, yeah, for like so many years and thank you for your uh, support and surprises and, and prayer. So we appreciate it. And also I would like to, uh, uh, present to you, uh, an answer to our prayer. Uh, Pastor Sadie and, uh, his wife Tess and, uh, their daughter, uh, Caddy. So they're here, uh, uh, in the congregation. So can you please stand, Pastor Sadie and, and Tess? So. So they've, they've arrived this week, so, and, and welcome, so, uh, how I wish I can have a voice like uh, Karina uh, to sing, <laughs> because there's a song in the early days of my Christian life that I really like, it's my favorite, and the title of the song was uh, He. I don't know if you've heard that song, uh, but it goes like, He can turn the tides and calm the angry sea. He alone decides who writes a symphony. He lights every star that makes the darkness bright. He keeps what's all true It's long and lonely night He can touch a tree And turn the leaves to gold He knows every lie That you and I have told Though it makes him sad to see the way we we'll live, he'll always say, "I forgive." Yeah, that song was a uh, favorite song, and uh, thank you, thank you. I won the uh, American Idol in <laughs> 1930s. <laughs> yeah, I like this song because uh, I can relate to it. Uh, in fact, there's uh, he's an evangelist in the U.S. right now, and like I, I grew up with him because he's like uh, the son of our pastor, a missionary pastor. So I grew up with him, and then uh, he became a pastor as well and an evangelist in the U.S. But well, he's a singer, so he composed songs. Uh, he does like uh, evangelistic meetings. And then when he visited uh, the Philippines uh, sometime, and then he tried to sing one of the songs, and then he said uh, to, uh, to the church that uh, when he composed the song, uh, it's, uh, it, the song was about the shepherd boy, David, and when, when, when the people sees a shepherd boy, God sees a king. And so, that's the message of the song. And he said, when I composed that song, I, I'm reminded of Simon. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a naughty guy in the church. And, and yeah, so it's, it's an honor to, uh, have a song composed, <laughs> uh, about me. So, I can relate. <laughs> I can relate to that song. And, and I believe that, uh, it is also true to David in this Psalm chapter 40. And it's good that Daniel uh, have read that psalm before us. So I'm not going to read it again. It points out and it points up to the Lord who was there and is there and will always be there for David as well as for us. He. He. Now in this psalm, uh, David declared... That the Lord, first of all, in verse number one, listened to his sobs or to his cries. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. His cries were heard. The Lord listens. See, this is the moment when David was restored to his place, restored to the palace and his position and power as king. And he's also back in the public worship in the congregation of the Lord. Uh, the, the privilege and the opportunity given to David this time, the blessings received allowed him to, to look back and, and to look up. In his life, heartaches brought him tears. In his life, Hardships brought him tears. We don't have the time to go through his life, but we know that from being a shepherd boy to a sovereign king, from his family and the struggles he had, to his friends and, and to his foes, the enemies, from his success to the scandals in life, there were heartaches and there were hardships, and it brought him tears tears in his eyes. Maybe the pit that he mentioned here in, in, in Psalm chapter 40 was the difficult years of his life. Moments that moved him to cry. And it may have been taken long to be in that situation. He said, I waited patiently, but the Lord heard him. The Lord was listening to him. And the Lord even incline... <laughs> oh the Lord even incline... Move closer... Move closer... To David... See, there's never a day pass... Or a minute, even a second... That God will never notice... Our cries... Never notice our difficulties... God will always be there. He will do something. As Psalm chapter 30, verse number 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He listens to David's sobs, his cries. And you know what? He will listen to ours as well. The second thing that he does here, he declared, not only that he... The Lord listened to him, to his sobs, but the Lord lifted David up from his situation. Verse number 2. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. See, here, David was down. He was in a horrible pit. He was stuck in a miry clay in verse number 17 it says there that I am poor and needy yet the Lord thinks about me the Lord's my help my deliverer the Lord's my God uh, and, and he was surrounded by evil in the previous verses here his iniquities weigh him down according to David in verse number 12, he says here, For innumerable evils have compassed me about, mine iniquities have taken hold upon me, so that I am not able to look up. He cannot look up. Isn't this the picture of Romans chapter 3, verse 23, when Paul said that, For all have sinned, and we come short. Of the glory of God.
1: It's like that.
0: No, we just come short. Falling short. But great that Jesus, our Savior, was lifted up for us. In, in, in David's case here, first the Lord inclined his ears to David. And then next, the Lord extended his hand to David. And you know what? It was not just an a simple extension of the hand to lift him up from his situation. It was a difficult stretching, deep extension of the hand, pointing out to the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross, who even went down from the deepest part of the earth just to Get hold of our hand from sliding down away from God and into judgment, and then God taking us up and put us in the level before God, no longer falling short of the glory of God because through the Lord Jesus Christ we have that privilege given through the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Jude, uh, I was reading in Jude, Jude verses 23. And 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 at verse 24 says here now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy see the lord lifted david up and what did the lord do next he lifted me out of the horrible pit out of the mire clay and then set my feet Upon a rock and establish my going. So the Lord lifted David up and set his feet upon a rock. He was taken away from a shaky ground to a solid ground. From the pit, he was put into a pedestal. And that's what the Lord did to his life. And not only that, Setting his feet upon a rock, but also set and establish his goings. Meaning, not only the Lord save him, but the Lord from now on will sustain him. Establish his goings. So David revealed to us and described to us how the Lord have listened to his cries. And how the Lord lifted him up from his situation. The third thing that David declared here is in verse number 3. And then he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. The third thing that the Lord did to David here, he said that the Lord not just listen to my sobs and the Lord not just uh, lifted me up from my situation but the Lord laid music in my song lyrics in my song he put some words in it he writes a symphony in it oh, David was good in music even in his early years, he was like playing before soul. He was like playing as a shepherd boy. He, he, he really loves music. But if you read behind the lines, it seemed that due to what he went through in life, somehow his music, his tune, his genre was changed. It became different. But when the Lord rescued him, when the Lord restored him, uh, he realized that his singing for the Lord, his singing for the Lord is now sweeter, much better, and now more precious. The Lord puts a new song in his lips. This is what the Lord does. He puts a new song in our lips. Praise unto God. Now he likes it. Now he loves it. Now he wants to sing. And he doesn't care if he sings loud or not. He'll sing it anyway. He doesn't care if he will sing lousy. It's like what I did earlier. <laughs> but he'll sing it anyway. Because the Lord puts that song in his heart. In fact, this singing according to David, has a place for it. Verse number 5. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done. Thy thoughts which are toward us, they cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of thee, they are more than can be numbered. Verse number 7 then said, Lo, I come in the volume, it is written of me, uh, verse number 9, I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. I have not restrained my lips, O Lord, thou knowest. I have not hidden, verse number 10, thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. So this singing has a place for it. And it's the congregation. In the congregation of the Lord. So, when he's before and with the people of God, when they're singing, he's there. He's right there. And he expresses his heart out, singing unto the Lord, praising the Lord. And this singing as well, not just has a place for it, but it has a preparation for it. Uh, he said, "It it is his willing heart. You see, he is not forced to sing, for he was free to sing. He was ready to sing, meaning he was willing to sing and loves to sing." Verse number seven: "Lo, I come. I come." In the volume, the verse number eight says, I delight to do your will. I come, I'll do it, I delight to do your will. Uh, this is the heart of David for the Lord. This is now the heart of David for the Lord. For David, according to verse number six, and according to, uh, yeah, verse number six, What's the other verse? Uh, sacrifices and offering thou didst not desire, mine ears hast thou open burnt offerings and sin offering hast thou not required. So for David, sacrifices and offerings doesn't count if there is no joy and heart on it. Burnt offerings, sin offerings are useless if there's no burning desire in us. So he was there. Now he's willing, willing to do something for the Lord. Because when there is joy and willingness to do his will, he will never withhold his lips for him. Verse number nine. He will never hide what he's done right in his life. Verse number 10. He will never be quiet about God's faithfulness and salvation. In fact, in verse number 5, David says that there's a thousand reasons, a million reasons, why we praise and worship Him. Many, O oh Lord my God, are Your wonderful works, which You have done. And there's a lot of reasons there. If I would declare and speak of them, Oh, they are more than can be numbered. You can never count anymore what the Lord has done to your life since until now. Let's never be a proud person. Verse number four, David was saying here, blessed is the man that makes the Lord his trust and respected not the proud nor such a stern Aside to lies, uh, it's easy to be. Uh, just don't do anything with the Lord. David was maybe tempted when he's back to power. He, he might be tempted to get back at his enemies. He never did that. Doesn't want pride to rule his life. In fact, uh, he did the opposite. Yeah, because pride, being proud, will not go us nowhere. Yeah, there was a story about uh, this old man who tried to go through a drive-through, McDonald's drive-through, and is I think he wants to order something, and he did. And then, following him, a car behind him was a uh, a young a young woman, and like. She was impatient because it took for the old man so long to get his order, and it was like she was sounding his horn, beep 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 beep, just to move him fast. Didn't work. Old man stayed there for a while, and so because the the woman was so entitled, so she she wanted to push that old man. Then the old man went into the cashier area and it took him long as well in the cashier area even after the, the, the young lady had finished her order. It took him long because he paid for his orders and then he paid for the orders of that young lady. You see? So when the old man went into the collection area the woman stood uh, right there by the cashier area and the cashier said, yep, the old man already paid for your order. And so she was embarrassed. Uh, why I was so mean to him? If only i waited. If only I swallowed my my entitlement. And so he saw the old man there, the collection area, the old man collected his order. And then the old man also collected the lady's order and speedo. And he went back again at the back of the queue. Yeah, pride will not go us anywhere. So what David did here, I don't want to be a proud person but I want to be a person who praise the Lord. Oh, the Lord listens to David's sobs. The Lord lifted up David from his situation. And the Lord laid lyrics to David's song. One more thing. Uh, look at this uh, chapter. Yeah, David was back. In the congregation of the Lord, he was back In the public worship, serving the Lord uh, With God's people After David gives all the credit to him After David spent his time With the Lord in his place After his worship In the congregation of the Lord David Every time he goes back going back to the palace going back to his uh, life there's still worry in fact the enemies are still around the enemies are still trying to get him to discredit him so there's still worry and there's still weariness out there in the congregation of the world, but you know what? The Lord have already prepared him. When the Lord set his feet upon a rock and establishes his goings, the Lord already have prepared him for it. So that when David is up, he will praise the Lord, and when he is down, he will pray unto the Lord he will pray unto the Lord may we learn a lot from David's life here in Psalm chapter 40 remember it is he who can it is he who will do something for us 1st John chapter 4 verse number 4 says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The last verse I would like to read. But I am poor and needy. I have heartaches, I have hardships, I have sickness, I have difficulties. I have problems, yet the Lord thinks about me. Thou art my help, Lord. You are my deliverer, Lord. Make no tarrying, oh my God. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for your word, for your reminder, for your reminder to us today. You know us, Heavenly Father, but we would like to praise you for listening to us, lifting us up, and put us before the Lord, and for putting a new song in our hearts, Lord, so that we will be a people who will always praise you. In Jesus' name, this is my prayer. Amen. Thank you. <sighs> not going to sing anymore <laughs>